Pastor Chooks Obina Oguye. Pastor Chooks is the lead pastor of Resurrection Life Church in Johannesburg. He is a passionate teacher and preacher of the Word of God and has been blessed by God with the uncanny ability and gift to explain and unpack deep and complex spiritual truths in very easy to understand and apply formats. Pastor Chooks has been involved and active in marketplace ministries. He's an entrepreneur and business consultant with an avid passion for raising other entrepreneurs and business leaders. He has taught and facilitated many leadership and entrepreneurship courses and seminars. He is the host of broadcast programs on Facebook, YouTube, and several podcast channels. Living the life with Pastor Chooks, the amazing power of woman. Thank God it's Friday. Good evening. Welcome to Understanding the Goodness of God. This is Dr. Chooks Ugoye. Uh, we are doing episode 241 tonight. And uh, we are continuing on the mini-series, uh, the, the Goodness of God and Stubborn Problems. The Goodness of God and Stubborn Problems. Tonight with part 18, um, we have uh, shared quite a bit. All right, let's get into the Word of God tonight. Go with me to Jude. Yesterday we began to explain the concept that everything has ears. Everything has ears and things are supposed to hear and obey. A stubborn problem is a situation that hears and refuses to obey or does not hear. Well, which is the same thing actually because all we are wanting to achieve is to get compliance, to get obedience. So, so you're dealing with a problem at work and you speak to it and it resolves and it goes away. Uh, you're dealing with a problem in the marriage, you speak to it and it resolves and it goes away. Uh, you are single and you're tired of being single and you speak to it and singleness disappears. Hold on, let me put this mic properly. And singleness disappears and uh, your, your, your uh, prince in shining armor shows up or your, or your queen shows up and you are now happily married and... Uh, happily ever after happens all right or you are believing for a baby and you pray and then you fall pregnant okay let me say that again you are believing for a baby because you are married <laughs> and you fall pregnant yes i always have to say that okay and and you know now you are a a, a joyful mother of of a baby so, it, it, I mean, it can also be a, you know, a stubborn problem with unemployment and you've been unemployed for a while and you've been praying and then suddenly you pray and out of nowhere you get a call and it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a recruiter calling you to tell you about an opportunity somewhere and an, a vacancy somewhere and then you apply and you get the job and, and you know, life moves on for you, a, a career begins, you know. So, so we're talking about situations and circumstances hearing the voice of God in our voice and one of the things that we we got established from the word of God last night was that it takes praying in the Holy Spirit praying in the Holy Spirit helps you switch into the frequency of God it is the voice of God that causes things to shift as we saw in Psalm 29 yesterday the voice of God breaks the cedars of Lebanon. The voice of God uh, causes 
even a pregnant there to give birth. The voice of God, it breaks the waters. The voice of God. So when a man's voice becomes the voice of God, then problems, stubborn problems bow. When a man's voice becomes the voice of God. So what we are asking the question is, what do I need to do to make my voice become the voice of God? What do I need to do to make my voice become the voice of God? Because nothing resists the voice of God. In the, in, the, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the scheme of things, nothing resists the voice of God. So, so there is resistance because there is the voice of man, but the voice of God is not in the voice of man. And that's why we have stubborn problems. So, so man is, is speaking and, and you know, he's trusting that the voice of God will come out from his voice to cause things to obey. Okay, and, and we went on yesterday to talk about praying in the Holy Spirit. Praying in the Holy Spirit, and that's where we pick up from tonight. All right, look at Jude, verse 20. Jude has only one chapter, so Jude, verse 20. But he says, but you, beloved, building yourselves up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit, building yourselves up, on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit. Whoa, this is, this is really powerful. There is a building that arises when we pray in the Holy Spirit. Now, those who do not pray in the Holy Spirit, who do not pray in tongues, uh, I don't know what to do for you, except to, to pray that you will get a revelation of the baptism of the Holy Spirit, and then you pray in tongues. Because when you don't pray in tongues, there are things you are missing. There, there are certain dimensions of stubborn problems. You will not be able to resolve it. You will understand it tonight. There are certain dimensions of stubborn problems that you only need, the, the, the only solution is to pray in the Holy Spirit. Praying in the Holy Spirit, the Bible tells us here, builds us up. So it's like an edifice that rises. It's like a structure that rises. So when you start praying in the Holy Spirit, the longer you go, the, the higher the structure. And I want to ask a question just to, to juggle our minds today. What, what is the highest level that structure can get to? You see, because it's a building, building. If you're building, building is a process. Building is a growth. So if say you're building something, you, it's growing. You're building something, it's moving. There's movement in building. So he said, building yourselves up in your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit. So, so faith rises like an edifice, like a bulwark. Faith rises as I pray in the Holy Spirit. So question what is the highest? How, how high can this building get? What's the highest this building can get to? And I want to tell you what the highest is. The highest is the risen Christ. The highest is the risen Christ. So, so as you begin to pray in the Holy Spirit, this building begins to rise. Your faith begins to rise like a, a, an edifice, like a structure, and begins to grow, and begins to grow, and begins to grow, and begins to grow. And it grows to the point where there is so much faith that the doubt in your heart has been pushed to the side. Remember what we shared yesterday from Mark eleven twenty three. 23. It says, if you say to this mountain, 
uh, and do not doubt in your heart. So, so we, are, we are saying that the problem is the doubt in the heart. The doubt in the heart is what is stopping the power of God from flowing. That is what is stopping the voice of God from coming out in your voice. Doubt in the heart. And we are now seeing in Jude that when I pray in the Holy Ghost and I build myself up, I build a structure in the spirit, a structure of faith in the spirit, that this structure becomes so huge and so big that it overwhelms every stubbornness. <laughs> it overwhelms every, every, every uh, uh, spirit of disobedience and compels it to obey. Look at what he says. He uh, says, but you, beloved, building yourselves up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit. Then verse 21, verse 21, he says, keep yourselves in the love of God. Keep yourselves in the love of God. I mentioned it yesterday and I want to unpack it a little bit. What does it mean to keep yourselves in the love of God? To keep yourself in the love of God includes uh, uh, being in that state where you are receiving the love that God has for you. In other words, you never come to a place where you are doubting God's intentions towards you, doubting God's love towards you, doubting God's care towards you, doubting God's goodness towards you. Keeping yourself in the love of God is the key. In other words, no matter how long you have had to wait, no matter how long you have had to persevere, no matter how long you have had to confront this stubborn problem, you have not allowed that stubborn problem to convince you that God doesn't care, that God doesn't want to help you, that God, you know, uh, 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 is not good towards you, that God is indifferent towards you. God is never indifferent towards anybody. The Bible says, him, <laughs> excuse me, that did not spare his only son, but gave him up for us. How will he not with him freely give us all things? So, if he has given his son, and he has, he has demonstrated his, his, his most, uh, 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 what's the English word? He has demonstrated his most intense love for you. That's what I'm trying to say. He has he demonstrated it by giving Jesus. If he gave Jesus, and then Jesus came and died for you and then Jesus went to hell for you and Jesus came out from the grave for you and Jesus rose from the dead for you ah. and said I have raised you with me hallelujah that's the that's the highest and the best that God can do to show you that he loves you so so you will not allow what you are going through to start making you think that God doesn't care. God is mean. God is not good. God, does, uh, God doesn't want to give it to you. God is being uh, indifferent. God is being um, 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 unconcerned. Those are lies. When you start thinking like that, you have taken yourself out from the love of God. You have taken yourself away from the love of God. Scripture says, as you are building yourself in the most holy faith, keep yourself in the love of God. Keep yourself in the love of God. In other words, it's not automatic. You have to intentionally keep yourself there. So when the enemy throws thoughts at you that this thing is not working because God doesn't care, this thing is not working because God, you know, uh, doesn't want to do it for you, you refuse. 
You refuse. You take your thoughts, put it back in the love of God. That's why he says, keep yourself. Not God keep you. Keep yourself in the love of God. Keep yourself in the love of God. So there is a deliberate, intentional effort on your part. When the enemy tries to throw doubt, throw unbelief, try to tell you that this stubborn problem, you know, is never going to go away. You're going to die in this problem. That is trying to take you away from the love of God. It's trying to take you away from the love of God. Keep yourself back. Pull yourself back into the love of God. Tell yourself, the devil, you're a liar. God loves me. He has given me his son. Therefore, he has given me victory in this situation. Hallelujah. He has given me his son. If you are born again, he has given you his son. He has given you ultimate victory. He has given you absolute victory. So even in this situation, thanks be unto God who causes me to triumph. The Bible said, thanks be unto God who continues to triumph. Who gives me the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ? He always gives us victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. So when I'm facing a stubborn problem and, you know, I am being bombarded by thoughts that say this thing is not working, that say that God is not coming through, that say that, you know, I'm going to drown in the... No, 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 no. Keep yourself in the love of God. Pull your thoughts away from where the devil is trying to drag it into. <laughs> because he's an expert. There's a reason why verse 21 is following verse 20. If you don't understand the, the, the strategy of the enemy, he will floor you. He will floor you. Because if you drift away from the love of God, even though you build an edifice in the spirit, it amounts to nothing. Why? Because you are misaligned. Uh, you are misaligned. Remember, when you are misaligned from God, you can't work together. Two cannot work together except they agree. So if you are misaligned from God or misaligned, misaligned with God, you are out of sync. His voice is not resonating with your voice. Your voice is not connecting with the frequency of his voice. Are you getting me tonight? So, so th that's where the discipline of keeping yourself in the love of God. Keeping yourself in the love of God. So, so when, when, when you are facing that situation and it's looking like, you know, it's not going to come through and all kinds of thoughts want to begin to come into your mind, shut them down. Keep yourself in the love of God. When, when the devil tries to tell you this is not going to work, it, you know, it, this is not going to happen, shut that devil down. Keep yourself in the love of God. Keep yourself in the love of God. That's, that's what makes the structure you're building in the spirit by praying the Holy Spirit. That's what makes it effectual. That's what makes the power you're producing effectual to work for you, to keep yourself in the love of God. But if you don't understand this, you can build that structure in the spirit and it rises up like a huge edifice and a huge bulwark. But it still lacks power to effect changes. To effect changes because you drifted away from the love of God. See, it says, keep yourselves in the love of God. This is so key. Why? Because everything that God is doing, he's doing it on the premise of his love for you. Listen, listen. <laughs> All things that pertain unto life and godliness has already been given to you in Christ Jesus because of the love of God. So that problem that you are dealing with already has a solution in Christ Jesus because of the love of God. So the only place, the only way to get it is through the love of God. Because it was given to you 
on the basis of his love. His love is the reason why he gave it to you. His love for you is the reason why he solved that problem. The love, his love for you is the reason why he gave you the solution. But if you move away from the love of God, ah, the devil, the devil robbed you. Because now you, your thoughts have been taken away from the love of God. And you are now thinking, God doesn't care. God doesn't love me. God doesn't. And that you are building this resentment against God. Do you know that you're no longer in the same frequency with God? That you are now in the frequency of the devil. Because who is it that has the greatest resentment against God? Tell me who it is. It's the devil. Not the son, not Jesus. Jesus loves the father and the father loves the son, the Bible tells us. So, so Jesus was successful in his ministry because he dwelt in the love of the father. He stayed in the love of the father. He stayed ad uh, adoring and enjoying the love of the father, the affections of the father. The father said about him, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. In whom I am well pleased. So the father was continuously pleased with the son. And that's why Jesus will stand in front of the grave of, of Lazarus and say, Father, I know that you hear me always. I know that you hear me always. Because he knows that the father is always pleased with him. So, so when you keep yourself in the love of God, this will be the same emotion that comes out of you, the same sentiment that comes out, out of you. I know that you hear me always. I know that you hear me always. So, so when the devil is trying to drag you out of the love of God, the Bible says keep yourself there. Pull yourself back. See, those negative thoughts you are entertaining because of the stubborn problems that you are facing, the devil is using it to floor you. He's using it to flow you. Remember that he understands these spiritual principles. He, oh, yes, he does. He knows that if you drift away from the love of God, you've lost, you, you've lost the basis for God to do anything for you. In fact, he's already done it for you. So think of it like this. Everything that is coming from the Father is flowing, think of this, like a stream, like a river. Every blessing is in that river. That river is the love of God. Every blessing is in that river. Every, every answered prayer is in that river. Every healing is in that river. It's all coming out of the love of God. Everything is in that river. Now, when the, when the, uh, the, 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 the writer of the book of Jude says, keep yourselves in the love of God, keep yourself in that river. Because when you are in that river, the marriage will come. The baby will come. The breakthrough will come. The answer to the money will come. The increase will come. It's all in that river. But if you don't understand this and you allow the enemy to drift you and drag you out of that river, can you see why the problem re remains stubborn? <laughs> because today you're in the river. Then by afternoon you drift out of the river. Then you come back in the evening. Then tomorrow morning you are back and you are up and down. Up and down. What does the Bible say about up and down? A double-minded man unstable in all his ways, must not expect to receive anything from the Lord. So the enemy wants to drag you out of the love of God. Reject it. The enemy wants to drag you out of the love of God. Say no. Say no. Say no. Father loves me. Father cares about me. Father is working on this matter. I know it has taken two days. I know it has taken two weeks. I know it has taken two months. I know it has taken two years. I know it has taken two decades. I don't know how long it's taking you, but Keep yourself in the love of God. You know, sometimes what is making this thing drag longer than necessary 
is the drifting in and out of the love of God. The drifting in and out of the love of God is what is making it drag. So, so keep yourselves in the love of God. Keep yourselves there. Keep yourselves there. In fact, you, you, need, to, you need to feel the love of God. Because the love of God is an emotion. You need to feel it. Feel the love of God. Keep yourself feeling the love of God. Boom! And that stubborn problem will be solved. Look at what he says. Looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. I think I, I, I'm, I'm going to have to leave this because this is huge. I'll deal with this tomorrow. I'll, I'll, I'll get into this tomorrow. But when I keep myself, listen, when I keep myself in the river of the love of God, I open myself up to mercy. Ah, I open myself up to mercy. So the mercy of God prevails for me. So where the problem is stubborn, by the mercy of God, <laughs> answers will come. The mercy of God opens the door for, for, for the angel that has been delayed to come through is the mercy of God. The Bible said, by the mercy of God, we are not consumed. Hey, we are preserved. The mercy of God keeps the devil away. The mercy of God, the mercy of God, the mercy of God. But I need to keep myself in the love of God to look for the mercy of God. Because sometimes what, what is required for help to come in any situation is the mercy of God. Because, let's see, see, let me explain something to, to you about the God we serve. There are, there are multiple uh, facets of the character of God we serve. There's grace. There's mercy. There's kindness. There's love. They are all expressions of this good God. So, so when we, I am dealing with a stubborn problem, the Bible says, I look for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ. And, and that mercy is unto eternal life, unto everlasting life, unto ever-increasing life, <laughs> unto glorification. That's, that's the mercy of God. So, so when I keep myself in the love of God, uh, it enables me to look for his mercy or look towards his mercy. The Bible says we look to him and we were not ashamed and our faces were enlightened. We look to him and we are not ashamed. See, see, you will not be ashamed in the midst of what you are dealing with. You will not be ashamed in the midst of what you are dealing with because when you look to him, you are not ashamed because his mercy comes through for you. His mercy comes through for you. I'm going to deal with the mercy thing tomorrow. But, but we look to him and we receive what we are, we, we are believing for. Keep yourself in the love of God. Keep yourself in the love of God. You see, this is the reason why you need to be rooted and grounded in this thing about the love of God. You need to convince yourself that God loves you. You need to convince yourself that God is absolutely good and he loves you and he will do everything for you to get you out of a situation. See, God is not the one behind the stubborn problem. No, 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 no. He's not the one behind it. He's not the one creating, you know, no, not, not answering you. No, no. There are other forces and other factors at play in the universe that are keeping the, the solution from you. So your part is to what? Keep yourself in the love of God. Keep yourself in the love of God. Remind yourself that God loves you. Remind yourself that God cares for you. Remind yourself that God is working for you. Remind yourself that God is not indifferent towards what you are praying. 
Remind yourself and rejoice in that love. Re dwell in that love. Revel in that love. S swim in that love. Fill your heart with the love of God. That will keep you away from being bitter. That will keep you away from being disappointed. That will keep you away from being angry and dis oh no. Keep yourself in the love of God. Because when you stay in the love of God, it's just a question of time. In that stream, in that river, your blessing is coming. In that river, the river of the love of God is carrying the answer of, 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 of what you are asking for. The answer is in the river. Because out of his love, out of his love, he gave his son. And by giving his son, he gave everything. So it's in the stream of his love. Stay in the river of the love of God. Remind yourself, keep your emotions well watered in the love of God. Keep your emotions well saturated in the love of God. Just stay there. Remind yourself of God's love towards you. Meditate on, go, go, you know, search out all the scriptures that speak of the love of God towards you. Convince yourself God loves you and God is getting you out of this situation. God loves you and God is getting you out of this situation. Whatever that situation may be, situation of barrenness, situation of childlessness, situation of no job, situation of, I don't know what you are dealing with. But keep yourself in the love of God. Do whatever is necessary. Listen to messages about God's love for you. Read the scriptures about God's love for you. Do a study on the God's love for you. There are many ways to keep yourself in the love of God. Keep reminding yourself that God loves you. God is a good God. He cares about you. And he is very committed to your well-being. Very committed to his promises towards you. Just keep yourself in the love of God. And you would have... Uh, defeated the enemy in his effort. Because all he wants to do is to convince you that God is not good. And if you accept it like Eve and Adam did, then you lose. <laughs> then you, are, you lose. You are kicked out of the garden. You kick yourself out of the garden, actually. You know, the garden is a place of uh, opulence, a place of bliss, a place of delight. That's what Eden means. Eden means delight. It's a place where you are delighted in the love of God. That's what the garden of Eden was. So the enemy wants to take you out of the garden. And how does he take you out of the garden? By making you believe that God is not good. By making you believe that what you are facing is an evidence that God is not good. That God is mean. God is uncaring. God, that what, that, those are the things going into your head. If you have ever dealt with a stubborn problem, you will know what I'm talking about tonight. That it's true. Satan starts telling you things. That is because God is, is uh, uncaring. God is unfaithful. God is bad. And, and you know, you may not be able to open your mouth to say it like that, but it's going on in your heart. He's trying to convince you. And that's why you give up. That's why you back down. That's why you say you won't pray again. That's why you say you're not going to push again. Because you have convinced yourself or allowed the devil to convince you that God does not care. God does not love you. Well, scriptures say here, keep yourself in the love of God. Keep yourself in the love of God. Nobody's going to do it for you. Actually, this message is God's response to you, to speak to you. Don't, don't pull yourself out of the love of God. Don't withdraw yourself out of the love of God. Keep yourself in the love of God. Keep yourself there. Your answer is there. Your miracle is there. <laughs> if you can keep yourself in the love of God, I am telling you that stubborn problem will be a thing of the past. If you can keep yourself in the love of God, 
that problem will be a thing of the past in the name of Jesus. Receive help right now to stay in the love of God. Receive supernatural assistance to stay in the love of God. Keep reminding yourself. Surround yourself with brothers and sisters who understand the love of God. Who understand the love of God. Who encourage you to stay, to stay in the love of God. In your mind first. In your emotion second. Stay in the love of God in your mind and in your emotions. Keep confessing the love God has for you. Stay in the love of God. So when, when you are praying in the Holy Spirit and you stay in the love of God, I can guarantee you. Uh, when you hear this, this part tomorrow, stay, stay tuned to this channel tomorrow. Same time, when we talk about the mercy of God. When, when, when the love of God is working with the power of praying the Holy Spirit, and you are plugged into the love of God, and then you access the mercy of God, there is no way answers will not come. There is no way a breakthrough will not come. Keep yourself in the love of God. Keep yourself in the love of God. Love of God. If you are praying together as a family, help your spouse stay in the love of God. Help your children stay in the love of God. If there's, you know, it's like a, a problem that the whole family is believing God for, get everybody to be in the love of God. Keep yourselves. Keep yourselves. So it's now plural. Keep yourselves. Help everybody else to stay in the love of God. When you're having morning devotion or evening prayers, keep yourselves in the love of God. If a church is believing something, Keep yourselves in the love of God. Encourage other brothers and sisters to stay in the love of God. Because our blessing is in the river. Is in the river of the love of God. Our blessing is in that flow. That flow. Imagine that river flowing. And all those things we are asking from God, they are in that river. But if we move away from that river, there's no way we're going to get what God has sent to us. So that's what the devil, the devil wants to pull you out of the river and put you on the side. Then you miss your blessing. And then you miss your blessing. Ah, you miss your blessing, but it's in the river. It's in the river of the love of God for you. Stay in the love of God. Stay there. Stay there. Keep reminding yourself. Keep, keep, keep challenging that, that voice inside of you that's trying to tell you otherwise. God loves me and he's doing something for me. God loves me and he's coming through for me. God loves me and he wants to, he is already helping me. He sent the answer already because I have received the son. I have received victory even in this situation. Ah, because I have received Christ in my life, this marriage matter has been resolved. Because I've received Christ in my life, this financial hardship has been broken. Because I've received Christ in my heart, oh, this situation has been trashed forever. That's the truth. Because in Christ Jesus, we have the victory. In Christ Jesus, you have the victory. Whatever it is they are believing for. Only you need to understand the principles involved. Keep yourself in the love of God. I'm done for tonight. I'm done. God bless you. I pray for you today that you'll be strengthened with might in the inner man. That you'll be strengthened to stay in the love of God. That you will, your heart will not become weary of believing. Your heart will not become weary of, of, of staying focused. But that you will persevere in staying in the love of God. And your answer comes in the mighty name of Jesus. Ah, uh, Stay with me. Share this link. Tell brothers and sisters, siblings, colleagues. Tell them about what you hear tonight. Encourage them by sharing this, this message. Let them stay in the love of God. And then tomorrow, episode 242. And we're going to be dealing with the other part of this scripture. 
the mercy of God. And, and a combination of understanding of these principles delivers the answer. And the stubborn problem will be gone forever. God bless you. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. There comes a time in your life when you need a change, an upgrade. You need upliftment. You need lasting results. You just want your life to be real. You need your life to be meaningful, deep, full, purposeful, and easy. You're looking for enlargement, amplification, increase, strengthening. You're looking for growth in your life. You want leverage, strategic advantage, gain and favor, ability to influence, clout and strength. Join us at Resurrection Life Church every Sunday. Visit our website .reslife.org.za for more information. Make this year your year of being real. Embrace rapid enlargement and leverage. It is your time.